everyone needs a guide. Everyone needs a coach, you know? Like, when you think about it, um, you know, the best tennis players, like Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, like, they have coaches. Like, you know, it'd be, it'd be amazing for you to have a coach or guide who can actually help you expand your connections and, you know, develop all these connections and everything, right? And we are there to kind of make this whole process super easy, fun, and, you know, maybe challenging at times, but, like, very, very, like, worth it and meaningful. So kind of guiding you throughout the whole process from discovering your meaningful connections and then building them and expanding them and eventually, like, building your community. Um, and then, obviously, we realize that, especially entrepreneurs, but, like, many people go through uh, different transitions in life, you know, whether you be whether you're moving somewhere or whether you're, like, um, going through, like, a career transition, um, you know, like, it's like every time you're changing something or, you know, moving somewhere or whatever, anytime you're going through this transitionary period, you actually uh, need these connections more so than others. So we, we just want to make this whole process like super simple and easy for you. You are listening to the Startup Playground. show where I invite entrepreneurs, startup founders, and game changers to talk about their success stories, learn from their mistakes, and hear about their interesting experiences. Recording. Hey, Steven. Hey, Elvis. How's it going? It's going good. You know, uh... We are getting out of this Corona madness slowly, slowly, but you know, it's, I, I was having a great, uh, weekend, you know, I had a friend over, uh, from Scotland. So we, you know, remember the youth and remembered all the great joy that Copenhagen brings. So I kind of became a little sad leaving Copenhagen soon, but Hey, you know, I'm European. I always sound like, <laughs> you sound like you're super old. You sound like you're like a grandpa. What do you mean? Remembering the old days? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, when I was 20, I thought it was a bit different than I'm like 29 now. So it's kind of like, it's not the same energy level as it was before. Okay, but, you that's know, fair. The podcast is not about this. So yeah. maybe you tell me and everybody who's listening right now, who is Stephen Choi? All right. So listeners, thank you for tuning into this. Really appreciate the vibe. I'm Stephen, founder and CEO of Hi Right Now. Um, I've been a nomad my entire life, meaning I moved every one or two years since I was born. And this nomadic experience really meant that forming new connections has been a second nature to me because everywhere I go, I'm a new kid on the block, right? I'm that new kid. But because I'm always moving around a lot, I've always struggled with maintaining and building community. So um, a couple of years ago while I was in London, I set a vision for my life, a chain of events happened that really allowed me to discover what I want to pursue in my life. And I decided to kind of align everything in my life around to pursue this vision. And that, that, that vision is uh, empowering humanity to form deep, meaningful connections. And Hi Right Now is how I intend to achieve that vision. Hi Right Now is your meaningful relationship guide. It's the easiest way to discover, build, and expand your connections via a series of quick one-on-one -on -one video conversations with like-minded and relevant people from all over the world. 
And um, yeah, uh, to cap it off, I love saying hi to people, obviously, online and offline, uh, discovering the best noodles wherever, wherever I go and just vibing with funky poppy house music with a touch of world. Love it. Love it. And uh, thanks also telling a little bit about Hi right now. Personally, I have really enjoyed being on one-on-one, on one, these meaningful uh, and uh, inspiring connections. I really have developed a lot of, you know, meaningful connections. That's kind of in a pipeline. There will be a lot of guests on my podcast because mm. of you. So I'm grateful for, for Hi right now, you and the, the whole team behind it. But no, thank hey. you. I mean, you've been, you've been, you've been my number one, you've been our number one fan and you've been so um, supportive of our vision and just like, um, I, I, I really appreciate um, you and just like, you know, spreading the vibe. Really, really thank you. I mean, the reason is because, you know, I believe the kind of uh, community and network is really important when you're trying to kind of evolve personally, professionally, and actually uh, create some awareness about your business because you know when I first started pursuing my entrepreneurial journey I didn't know you know anything about it and then you know I start connecting to a lot of people and I start understanding the values and the energy and the power that you know a really good network brings to you yeah and with that 100%. being said why have you decided to actually pursue entrepreneurship as, as, a, as a, your profession and actually getting into this? When was the first time you decided to kind of getting into this entrepreneurial scene? Yeah, that's pretty funny, actually. Um, I've never really thought of myself as an entrepreneur um, until very recently, actually. But when I think about it, there, there, there were some moments where I kind of decided to um, sort of um, check it out, just experiment with that, with that path. So basically, uh, after I graduated from college back in 2008 at the, at the height of financial crisis, um, I was just trying to figure out what to do. And up until that point, my parents had done everything they could to really, uh, send me and my sister to the, back to the U S and they really hustled out hard. They sacrificed a lot. So my main motivation was to really make them proud. So um, you know, in my not from a naive perspective, from a naive way of looking at the world, I really, really just want to, you know, make a lot of money very quickly, retire very quickly, and then retire my parents. And I thought that uh, finance or investment banking would really help me achieve that vision. And um, graduating from graduating uh, from college around, you know, that turmoil, like very, very turbulent time. Um, I realized that, you know, number one is not really my vibe, the whole like finance. And like, I, I just couldn't really, uh, to be frank, to be, to, to figure out what I really, really wanted to do. So, um, I ended up kind of uh, working at a, a digital advertising startup in San Francisco and, um, and then ended up moving to New York and basically long story short, um, like it's, I, I had a lot of up and down, like a lot of like roller coaster moments in my career, like. You know, just like I never really lasted longer than a couple of years in a job. And it's like it was I was it was I, I was really, really trying to find out what I really, really want to do. Um, and then, um, you know, after I quit my my, my last corporate job was working at um, Salesforce in New York. And um, I realized that everything is great. Everything was great. You know, the job was great. You know, everything was like very, you know, I was getting paid a good amount of money. My lifestyle was great. But. I felt like something was missing. And then 
I, I, I knew deep down that I needed to just like really kind of unplug myself from the corporate matrix and just like try something new because I'm young and when out when, like when else am I going to have this opportunity to do something completely different, something a little bit risky, something a little bit adventurous. And um, yeah, that led me to actually join, uh, really help my, help my friends uh, sort of um, build their startup. So my, the first example was actually a couple of my friends were uh, running this company that taught guys how to, how to talk to girls, how to pick up girls during the day. And, um, you know, like I, I really love what they're doing and just like, you know, just sort of empowering guys to, um, improving their, to, to improve their dating life and everything. Um, so I, I got myself involved and you know, that, that was, that was super interesting. And then, um, you know, that led me to actually sort of, um, launch my own digital advertising freelancing business. So I was, um, essentially going to these brands and startups and, I would tell them, Hey, I can, I can, um, provide these services for you. I can, um, do Facebook, Instagram, like Google advertising and like improve your user acquisition, um, efforts and everything. So I started doing that. And then, um, I realized that after a couple of years of doing that, that it's just not really something that my heart was really, really into. And then I think, I think that's key. I think, I think I, I, you know, the past few years, I, I really, really wanted to find out what my heart was like aching for. And then if I can be really honest with myself, I, I that, that wasn't it. The, the whole like freelancing business wasn't it, even though my lifestyle was amazing, you know, that route, that, that path allowed me to travel the world, you know, just like lug a laptop and a backpack and just really just like go wherever I wanted. And it was, it was ideal, but, uh, you know, as I, as I kind of like grew older, I realized that I really wanted to find out what I wanted to do because your career is something that you you're spending your entire life with. And, you know, I wanted to find that. So that led me to actually move to London three years ago uh, for my MBA. And then, you know, I ended up getting involved uh, with a, a startup project during business school. And then that led me to sort of kind of discover what my vision is. And then, you know, that idea ended up turning into evolving into uh, this digital nomad social network. And then during the pandemic or, or Corona happened at the end of uh, March, February, or March. And then um, I realized that, well, when your entire value proposition, proposition for the company is dependent upon connecting travelers, you need to switch gears. So how right now kind of emerged from um, sort of like the, the chaotic times of uh, Corona and, um, yeah, my co-founders and I just kind of like hustling, trying to figure out like what's what's next and like what what can we do to actually actually provide value to the world. And yeah, that's that's kind of the story. So is, is that the purpose of high right now or what is actually the purpose? Because you said create meaningful connections and one on one speed networking, right? Mm -hmm. What is deeper yeah. purpose for it? Yeah, the purpose of hi right now is to enable you to say hi right now. It's super simple. And but but actually to to dig it a little bit deeper, the purpose of hi right now is to make it easy and fun for people to discover meaningful connections and build community from where, uh, anywhere you are. So basically, I I I I said that my vision, my ultimate vision, is empowering humanity to form deep meaningful connections. But when you actually think about what does it actually mean to form? deep meaningful connections there's many different 
steps involved. It's kind of like a funnel. First, you discover, you discover people, right? You, you meet people, you meet new people. And then you develop some kind of connections with, the, with these people. And then after that, you actually expand uh, your connections with them and then you build your own community with them, right? So High Right Now is, the purpose of High Right Now is to actually really, really hone in on the first part of that, that discovery process, that discovery part, making that part super, super fun and easy and something that's just like a no-brainer. Wherever you are in the world, you can just jump on this thing and then you can find um, whoever uh, that can really, really help you grow professionally and personally. And then obviously we have um, some, some uh, amazing plans to really kind of uh, make it easy for you to build your connections with these people that you met on high right now, once you, once you've had these uh, meaningful conversations. Um, but yeah, to, to put it simply, really the purpose of it is to enable you to say hi right now. Okay. Uh one thing I learned from high right now when I was popping in these five minute conversations is I, I could actually take the theory that I learned when I was in marketing and sales bachelor degree uh, is speed network, uh, elevator pitch, hmm. because that's actually how I felt it the first time I popped on actually high right now platform is that, hmm. you know, you really have to nail that elevator pitch down to the perfection. So you efficiently mm. use the time. But one thing, one thing that I also saw on your profile on LinkedIn and also somewhere on Facebook, I think it was an Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook was Boivi. How is Bob, that yeah. connected? Yeah, how is that connected to high right now? Because wherever I see high right now, there's also that Voibin. 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 Yeah, vibe is really the story of communities, the story of my, the, the story of friendships and the story of community and, you know, how I've discovered the meaning of meaningful connections with, with the world, really. And um, basically, vibe is something that we used to say um, amongst my friends, right? Um, one of my really good English friends used to say, mate, it's all about the vibe, you know, like nothing matters. And, you know, like anytime you like meet someone, like, you know, it doesn't matter what they look like. doesn't matter, like, you know, what they do. It's all about the vibe, right? Like, once you feel the vibe, it's there. Mm-hmm. And then you want to actually keep it going. And then um, this this phrase, and then, like, within our, uh, amongst our friends, like, we, we started spelling it that way. And we were like, at, at first, we were just making fun of the way he was saying it, right? Like, man, why do, why do you have to say vibe instead of just vibe, you know? <laughs> and uh, we started spelling it this way. And... Um, Essentially, like this is when I was living in New York back in the day, um, and our our friends and I, we used to just like spell it this way, and then we used to just go up to people and say like, "Hey, how's the vibe?" And it just became like the philosophy of like uh, of ours, right? Like it just became something that we used to. Um, it's, it's it's the way we look at life, right? And then um, essentially, what happened was, um, you know, I had a really good friend Mike um, who really kind of taught me what it means to be a really amazing friend, true friend. And um, he, he's the one that really allowed me to unplug from the corporate matrix and travel the world and everything. Um, this sort of like the dreams of digital nomad and all that stuff. He really kind of like taught me that. And then, um, uh, what was it like? In 2017, when I moved to London, that's the last time I spoke to him. He kind of like disappeared. And um, 
you know, like as I, as I discovered my vision and as I decided to really align everything in my life to go for that vision, um, I really wanted something that symbolizes, um, you know, like what I learned over the years and, you know, the value of community and, you know, my intention for the world, my vision for the world. And, um, and um, obviously, you know, like I, I realized that, you know, the, the, with this vision, I cannot really do anything alone. Um, and uh, one of my closest friends, one of my best friends, George, actually, he's one of my co-founders. Um, um, I, you know, he got, he got involved with Vibe and, you know, the startup project that I was working on in business school, it ended up transitioning over to Vibe. When I was splitting my time between Munich and London last year, I came up with this idea that, you know, you spend for digital nomads who have connections all over the world, it may be easy for them to form new connections, but hard to maintain and build communities. Like exactly like what I've experienced my whole life. So essentially we named our company Vibe and we introduced, we built and uh, launched uh, a digital nomad social network actually. And it's called Vibe. And uh, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, uh, due to the COVID crisis uh, pandemic, we had to, uh, we had to pause, we had to pause that. And we, you know, we were thinking, okay, like, you know, vibe is good, but like, w like we need to, let's, let's come up with like some, 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 uh, let's come up with a better name, you know, something that people can actually pronounce and immediately recognize as something that's like very, very um, relevant. And we just came up with high right now. Is there a deeper story? How did you came up with high right now? Do you want the real raw story the, or do you want the, the, the real, the real raw story? <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll tell you the real story. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, come I on, do. let's be real. It's all about being real here. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. So yeah, uh, from, from the end of March to the end of May, I was in Florida with my co-founder, George, um, his, his brother, Andrew, was uh, hosting us in his empty two-bedroom condo in Florida. Um, super thankful for that. And also, um, George's mom hosted, hosted me and George as well. And then um, while, while um, you know, being in lockdown in Florida, George and I sort of like spent a lot of time really trying to figure out like, what is the next? Like, what, like, what can we do, right? Uh, Vibe is the social network. The app is no longer going to be feasible. Like what can we, what else can we do? And uh, we started organizing a lot of these um, uh, video, video parties, right? Like Zoom calls and Google Meet or house party calls or whatever. We just experimented with a lot of things. And we started inviting our friends to join our, essentially our weekend group calls, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think uh, around that time, people were, it was just, it was during the height of um, the, the COVID crisis and people are just bored and they're, they're stuck at home and they started joining us. And, um, uh, you know, like people, people started joining us and then we experimented with a lot of things and we realized that, okay, this one-on-one, -on -one, um, kind of interaction is like actually at the core of building, uh, genuine relationships and connections and people really enjoy that process, especially when newcomers join our parties and they don't really know anyone. And then we, we actually allow everyone to meet everyone. Right. So that was kind of like the idea there. And then, um, yeah, one time I was, uh, uh, George and I were on a call with our good friend, Mikhail, and um, we were talking about something and Mikhail was, um, he's a really creative guy and he was giving us a lot of different ideas and um, he was saying something, I forgot exactly what, and I was like, 
bro, are you, are you high right now, by the way? And he's like, of course I'm high right now. And I was like, actually, that's such a good name. You know, <laughs> like if, if you can enable people to get high or say hi or whatever, you know, but uh, it's easy know, to remember. Yeah. It's very easy exactly. to remember, I'll be remember. Yeah, exactly. It has, it has that like a little bit of that controversial side to it, but whatever, you know, like at the end of the day, like, you know, we're enabling people to say hi right now, but Hey, if you want to get high right now too, you know, while you're at it, it's up to you, you know, that's, that's, that's entirely yeah. you. So we came up with that name and um, yeah, we looked it up and the, <laughs> the domain name was available. So we're like, guys, let's get it. So we got that. So that's the story. Love it. Thinking outside the box. Love the idea. Hmm. Uh, but, um, there are also, as you have also done probably your research that there are also others one-on-one -on -one conferencing video connection platforms. Hmm. How does high right now differentiates from such as platforms as lunch club. And, uh, then there is this new one, another random conference call or conference meeting, something like that. Hmm. How does it differentiate from all the other known video connection platforms? Yeah, so um, we want to make this whole process like very fun. This like process of networking and meeting people and all that stuff, right? So essentially, it's um, it's uh, you can think of it as like um, going to a party, right? And I do know I, I I do acknowledge and realize that not everyone enjoys going to parties. Right. But then the idea here is that you go into like a group of people's like you go into a situation where there's there's going to be like a ton of people. We all come together for like an event type of thing. And then um, you get to know everyone. Right. Um, in a very through a series of quick one on one conversations. Right. And that's something that uh, plaf like uh, other platforms don't do. But basically, like I think what we, what we really how we really differentiate our differentiate ourselves is how we kind of intend to keep on building our product. Um, Hi right now is your meaningful relationship guide. So what, what that means is that we're here to make it super easy for you to discover meaningful connections and build community for from wherever you are in the world. Right? So it's not just like, Hey, there's a product and it's up to you and it's all on you. Uh, what we, our stance is that, Hey, you know what, actually, Everyone needs a guide. Everyone needs a coach, you know? Like, when you think about it, um, you know, the best tennis players, like Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, like, they have coaches. Like, you know, it'd be, it'd be amazing for you to have a coach or guide who can actually help you expand your connections and, you know, develop all these connections and everything, right? And we are there to kind of make this whole process super easy, fun, and, you know, maybe challenging at times, but, like, very, very, like, worth it and meaningful. So kind of guiding you throughout the whole process from discovering your meaningful connections and then building them and expanding them and eventually like building your community. Um, and then obviously we realize that especially entrepreneurs, but like many people go through uh, different transitions in life, you know, whether you be, mm -hmm. whether you're moving somewhere or whether you're like um, going through like a career transition, um, you know, like it's like every time you're changing something or you know, moving somewhere or whatever, when, anytime you're going through this transitionary period, you actually uh, need these connections more so than others. So we, we just want to make this whole process like super simple and easy for you. So that's, that's how we differentiate ourselves. 
I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, for me, when I first popped in there, the, and then when I was trying to explain others, a similar principle that we use in life is the speed networking. Like when you're going yeah. to one of those speed networking types that you're like met with a random person, you have five minutes to talk and that's it. So yeah. that's what I was thinking when I, the first, first, first time popped on, but then, you know, the more I start understanding what is high right now, the more I try to kind of collaborate my message to what I actually high right now does. Yeah. But one thing that I know that uh, one thing that I really like from being an entrepreneur that I usually learn from my experiences, right? And, and I yep. presume that you also and your team have learned from a lot of experiences and thanks for listening to a lot of comments and a lot of feedback that we are all the people who are attending are show, showing to you. But could you maybe tell me what have you or the team behind the project learned from the past latest event? Yeah, so um, very, very interesting comments and feedback kind of emerged. So uh, one of the most prominent things that came up over and over again is that high right now helps you actually break down the barrier. So what I mean by that is that um, let's say you go to an in-person event or you go to a house party or you know some type of networking event. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people do is they gravitate towards the people that they feel comfortable with, right? So people yeah. that they already know or people who might um, look very, very similar to you or like on a superficial level, like share a lot of common traits with you, right? That's just like how, how humans operate subconsciously and unconsciously or unconsciously, uh, whatever. But uh, like how right now, almost like by force, by forcing this, like, uh, yeah, by forcing this randomness, um, you know, like some, some, somehow we, we make it easier for people to actually like have a conversation with people that you might not necessarily have a conversation with. Right. Um, but, um, it's not really a too much pressure for them because at the end of the day, it's a very short one-on-one -on -one interaction. And Hey, if you happen to vibe with them, you still have a means to, um, connect and develop your relationship and connection with them afterwards. So that's uh, one of the first things we learned. Um, and then, yeah, kind of related to that, uh, people really like this, um, serendipitous kind of, um, feeling it's like, that moment when like, you know, you've just had a conversation with someone and then, you know, that there is that transition screen, right? And then like right before, like 10 seconds before you're about to be connected to and matched with someone, like everyone's like wondering, okay, like who am I going to match with? And so like everyone's kind of like, uh, it's a, it's a mixed feeling of like, like a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of anticipation and like, you know, so, so they, so they mentioned that they really like that experience. Um, and then um, they, they, they mentioned that they really like this feeling that it's like, you know, tr traditionally people think about networking from the perspective of, okay, let's say, you know, I'm a tech entrepreneur, I'm a tech founder, you know, like I want to meet with other tech founders and investors. That's how, you, that's how you usually think about it, you know, cerebrally. But like a lot of the time, like these connections that can really, really transform the way you um, approach your life, transform the way you think. Uh, approach transform the way you approach different things um in you know in life like business or personal mm -hmm. whatever are the ones that not necessarily on their on a surface level like very very like on point and relevant but like these can be a little bit random right so mm -hmm. um they they i i've heard from many customers so far many of our users so far that like hey i jumped on high right now 
just not expecting that much. And then like, I, now I have, now I'm having like five or six separate conversations, like more in-depth conversations with them because, um, you know, like I, you know, we just, we just enjoyed our company, but then the, the, uh, like a really, really interesting thing about that is that like on the surface, I don't have anything in common with them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a very, very interesting part. Like we think that we know what we want, but actually a lot of the time, like we don't really know, like we, we have this, we have these blind spots and sometimes like, you know, these connections um, that are seemingly random can actually really um, help you kind of unlock uh, some of the blind spots and barriers that you might have in your personal and professional life. Interesting. And I know that lately you had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, last week, there was a hugest event in high right now history, which was close to 500 participants, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Could you maybe share how was your experiences with that? Yeah. So basically what happened was, um, yeah, one of the, one of the people that I reached out to, um, he, he mentioned that he has this like small, uh, Instagram community and by small, like when I looked it up, they have or over 50,000 followers. So that was crazy. And, uh, it's called overheard recruiting actually. Um, and, uh, basically, uh, it's a collection of very, very interesting meme accounts related to recruiting and everything and really respect the hustle. And uh, I think is super relevant. And I think a lot of it, certainly when I was back in college, like I was following like a lot of those, you know. Um, and then he really, really said that he wants to kind of go to the next level uh, by connecting his community members and making it easy for uh, the followers and members of his community to like get to know other people and then get some help. Uh, on recruiting or just like different pieces of advice that can help them uh, advance. Right. And um, yeah, so he, he created an event and within, within one hour, he registered a hundred people. And then uh, within a couple of days, he ended up registering 500 people. So, you know, we, we hosted an event uh, for them and that was last Thursday actually. And um, it was, it was great. I mean, it was an opportunity for us to really, really, kind of deliver something amazing and uh and it wasn't it wasn't ideal uh, i'll be honest uh because what happened was there was like a little bug that um it's a little technical but basically we had this bug in our system that allowed the event to start twice for some reason so like for a lot of people the platform was a little bit glitchy but thank god we we were able to uncover that and be able to fix it so now it's all good but um yeah it wasn't it wasn't the most ideal experience for a lot of people uh, but then, you know, the, 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 the owner of, uh, overheard recruiting, um, he, I'm, I'm not going to reveal his name because I, I think, I think it's better that way for, for, for his own identity, privacy, but, um, he, he's, he's been like super, super gracious and he's like, yo, you know, that, you know, it happens and you know, that just kind of like a part of the process of building a startup, you know, and then it was just like a really good opportunity for us to tr stress test our uh, product. And it was, it was really good. And uh, yeah, so we want to host another one uh, pretty soon in, a, in just a few weeks. So, so yeah, it was, um, it was by far, it, it really put us on the map. And, you know, by doing, by hosting that event, like a few people reached out to us and they're like, hey, like, you know, I'm in high school and I want to do, um, I want to host an event for my high school, like finance organization and all that stuff. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was really good, good experience for sure. So Corona have really put you on a map and really have, you know, 
made because I mean the first time I heard about the product it seemed like really perfect market fit for you know the current situation we are living in and then when I actually went to it it was like yeah I mean this is what people need you know just like meaningful simple connections just to talk because you know people one thing that I miss during Corona being locked inside is actually communicating with other people and not communicating yeah. with friends, but communicating with, you know, like, like-minded people in the same industry I'm operating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now I'd love to talk also about a little bit before we move into this segment, Entrepreneur Gram, where I'll tap into some of your pictures from your social media. Sure. Could you maybe share some of the future plans of High Right Now? What's the next milestone? Yeah, the future plans. Okay, so we definitely want to keep on going with our Wednesday events. So Elvis, you've, you've been attending all of them. And I, I, I can't even believe like you're just that like really, really into it. But like, you know, I, I really appreciate your support. So basically, we have our uh, recurring Wednesday events. 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, British summertime. So if you're in New York, it's, it's uh, what is it, like 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. And then if you're in Pacific uh, Standard Time, it's a little earlier. But basically, we're holding these two events um, every Wednesday. So we want to just like, keep that going. And then, yeah, we want to like, make it easy. We want to uh, discover opportunities to kind of um, roll out the pro product to different communities, like preferably like larger, like large communities that can like really, really um, use a product to deepen the bonds within, within their ecosystem. So um, that's what we're gunning for in terms of like product and growth and everything. Um, and um, the thing is, you know, we, we, we all want to definitely, we, we see a huge sort of uh, a huge vision for how right now, and then we want to keep it going. We want to make it like we're very big. So what that means is that we want to raise money pretty soon. Um, so, we are um, thinking about okay. Let's let's definitely like just keep on going with a product, and in a few weeks or like a month time, let's um, take a look at what fundraising looks like, and let's let's go. Let's get after that. Um, yeah. So it's about that, and at the same time, I think uh, we want to uh, uh, let people in on what it's like to actually launch and build a startup during the pandemic and beyond. Um, so we are launching our own podcast very, very soon. Like actually this week, it's going to be called high right now, unfiltered. So giving you that glimpse into launching the startup. Yep. And, um, it's going to be, uh, you know, like kind of like me talking about like my own journey, of, of like, you know, Hey, what happened this week? Just like very, very raw, like giving you this, like very, very, uh, behind the scenes, look at like what it's like. And then at the same time, you know, inviting people like you, you know, people who are very, very influential in shaping the direction of our startup and, you know, our friends, you know, users, like investors, you know, um, partners, like, you know, like who, like whoever we can learn from. And then, um, yeah, just kind of interviewing them as well. So, um, yeah, just we want to make this process super, super kind of like transparent and um, just something that people can be very, very emotionally um, involved in as well, because we really believe that this is something that, um, you know, like this is something that really, really transform the way people um, connect and build community. 
Love it. And then now I would love to jump into this um, entrepreneur gram. As I mentioned before, I'll tap in three of your photos in, right. um, in a no order specifically and okay. uh, ask some specific questions that may or may not add value to you or anything that surrounds you, right? Yo, like this is like uh, this is like high right now, except you know I don't I don't meet people, but I don't I meet photos. Yeah, you meet you meet <laughs> photos. Yeah. So the first photo is this one, which you seemingly are somewhere, which is first of all, where are you? Where is this event happening? I didn't read. Yeah, so I was at yeah yeah yeah. So I was at Google in Munich, Germany. And mm -hmm. um, I was, uh, at that time, it was last year, actually. Uh, last year, I was um, part of this um, fellowship called Media Lab Bayern. So basically, um, they organize this event where, you know, their participating startups can, like, present um, what they've learned over the past, like, two to three months. And they can just, like, present in front of um, a, a large audience. And... Um, yeah, at the time I was in the midst of transitioning my um, like first kind of starter project that I started uh, during business school. And then I was transitioning over to um, Vibe, which is the uh, digital nomad social network. The, the Vibe direction still wasn't, it was the, that direction still wasn't like clear yet. Um, I was still kind of interviewing a lot of people. I just knew that um, I just wanted to really make it easy for people to form deep meaningful connections so i was doing a lot of uh interviews and research and everything and um yeah i was just presenting the findings and some of the early user interface and user experience of this mobile app that i was thinking about developing so i was just presenting that on stage and also there is this comment that's also relates to the second question that i want to do it is your parents miss you and wish you'd call later you'll miss them and wish you could. So yeah, exactly. my question basically is how important is family support when being an entrepreneur or generally I think, in overall? Mm, I, I think it's extremely important. I think, I think for me, uh, obviously I'm a little bit biased because you know, I'm living my own life and uh, my parents have literally given everything they, they, they could to really support me. Um, and then even now, you know, that just like the emotional support, like everything, I think, um, uh, pursuing your own entrepreneurial journey can be very, very lonely, right? Because entrepreneurs by definition, the way they look at the world is a little bit different. They want to, they want to change and transform the way, um, you know, things have been done traditionally. They want to enhance that. Right. So they, they, they have a very unique way of looking at the world. So it's almost like, you know, they're they're one of the only few people who see the world in a very different way so you know in just just getting that emotional support just getting that um just 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 um you know your family like lending their uh years and just like you know them listening to you just like them kind of hearing you out to see how things are going and i think that alone is 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 super super valuable and like very very huge but i also realize and you know, know that not a lot of people have that support. Um, so I think that's why um, also it's, it's, it's kind of like a build, building your community um, and then just be in this community where people can support each other is, is, is extremely important. 
Have your parents understood from the beginning of your entrepreneur journey what are you trying to achieve with your future? Not really. Um, I think um, until I discovered that vision that I told you that I discovered mm -hmm. a few years ago, mm -hmm. I was just very lost. You know, I, I was just doing a lot of different things. But one thing that I'm I'm still super thankful for my parents is that they never judged. You know, and they they were always very supportive of what I was trying to do. And their whole stance was that, hey, Stephen, whatever you want, whatever makes you happy, whatever, as long as you're healthy, as long as you have good relationships with the people around you, you know, we're happy, you know? So they never really expected me to do uh, X, Y, Z or anything. So like that really, that alone really, I think, um, gave me a ton of space to explore um, different things in life. And, um, yeah, after I set the vision of empowering humanity to form deep, meaningful connections, I spoke with my parents a lot about like what that means. And then um, I think it was also a moment of like deep, meaningful connection between me and my parents because I was very, very communicative and I told them about like what I went through as a kid, just kind of moving around a lot and what that, what that process meant for me and then how I want to make it easy for people to find, find others. Because I think, uh, you know, as, as digital nomadism and remote, remote work take hold and explode over the next few years, I think um, people invariably sort of like uproot themselves and kind of like they, they're, they're, they belong to multiple communities so that they lose that sort of stable community. And in the process, like they might, they might um, sort of um, unconsciously choosing the life of like loneliness and um, they, they might, they might kind of like uh, uh, lead a life where they might know a lot of people, but they don't have this like a very tight bonds with like a few people like they don't, they might have, they might not have their own community. So um, yeah, I, I, sp I spoke to my parents a lot about it and um, yeah, like this, this new vision high right now is something that they really, they really, really support and yeah, it's it just it just I'm I feel super lucky and super grateful to know that you know I not only have my friend support but my family support and everyone's support. So yeah, yeah, very very lucky. I think it's important, both family and friends support, and then you know it's kind of like because we live in a different age that maybe I mean I can speak of my parents, my parents that they lived in different age. They weren't growing up with internet gadgets and all the social media and everything. So for them, maybe the adaption period is kind of more rough. And then for me, because I kind of grew up into it. I mean, I grew, uh, I born before it all started, but I kind of adapted faster. But now we're moving on a little bit. So yeah. another photo that I found was this one, where you apparently are in a forest. And my, yeah. my question basically is, those are, there are two questions basically. First one, the first question is, are you a nature lover? Which is kind of odd to ask that question, but, but still, okay. do you enjoy more being into nature or do you enjoy being more into like a, a city in that case? Um, so I would say I'm, I'm very much of a city guy. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Seoul, which is the capital of South Korea. And then I, I really enjoyed like growing up, like I really enjoyed just being able to go anywhere and then being able to access whatever you want. And that's one of the things I really, really loved about being in the city. And then um, even when I moved back to the U.S., just being in, 
you know, like New York, for example, just like having um, that access and that, that proximity to like whatever you want was like key. But um, as, I'm, as I'm kind of like getting a little bit uh, older, I'm realizing that I'm actually gravitating towards places that have nature right next to right next to us. So for example, I, I love going to parks, right? Um, and then I love like just walking by the canal. And I think it's just like, it's one of the things that I'm, I'm kind of discovering about myself, even though I've, I've been a very much of a city person. Like it's, um, you know, I'm, anytime I get a chance to explore nature, especially with friends or, uh, you know, whenever there's an opportunity, I'm like, yo, let's go. Why not? You know? Yeah. And then another question is that basically is what is your favorite? Because you must also have heard that, for example, personally for me, when I go for nature, it helps me to kind of gather new ideas. It kind of helps me to gather my mind together, you know, think what happened. Yeah. So basically, what is your favorite, let's say, go to nature landmark spot that helps you to clear your mind and basically gather new ideas? Is there any like one spot or? Yeah, there's no, there's no one spot uh, simply because I, I just move around a lot. Right. Um, but mm -hmm. I think uh, for me, yeah, just going to like any, any, anywhere I can see like green. So going to the park is amazing. Um, currently I'm in London. So there's like a lot of, there's a ton of parks and actually that's one of the things I really enjoy about uh, Europe. Uh, you can just like walk around and you can discover like, these little hidden gems and parks and everything. And also when I was living in New York, there, there were all these little gardens um, in the East village. And um, I, I just really love that. Like, very, like, you know, going for a cheeky walk and you discover these gardens and like you get your friends involved, you know, and just go there to chill and walk around a little bit. And, you know, it like really kind of calms your mind and something about, um, you know, seeing green really kind of relaxes your mind and brain, I think. So that's really good. Like right now at this moment where I live, right next to it, there's um, there's this super chill canal, um, and then um, you can you can go in any direction, east or west, and it's it's amazing. So um, I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Like especially right now where like I'm working a lot and like kind of I'm kind of staying indoors all day, and like I just need to do something to de decompress. And I go for a walk with my flatmates. Uh, you know, Francisco, Marco, and Pietro, and then we just, uh, yeah, just decompress there and then come back. And, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of like our usual routine right now. That's nice. That's nice. And, and the photo number three, three that yeah. I chose is basically connected to vibing. So basically this yeah. one, it's a, it's a French bulldog or just a bulldog. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what is the story behind this? Because I mean, when I first found it, I could not mm. not incorporate in this conversation because I have never seen something like this. So, and probably <laughs> people when they will check out Vibin, yeah, then also gonna ask the same because you have as a profile picture. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so um, yeah, the French bulldog. His name is uh, his name is Raw and he just became uh, the symbol for vibe and just amongst our friends, just like something that people love. And basically the story there is that uh, I, was, uh, I was living with uh, my good friend, Lily. Lily was my flatmate um, and she, she had received this gift um, from someone, I don't, know, I don't know from whom, but 
it was essentially like a French bulldog speaker and it was that speaker. And then when she was moving out of the uh, flat, she just, she just left it and she was like, Hey Steven, it's yours. You know, you use, use it. I was like, okay, fine. And, um, I think it was around last year. Um, I, I got invited to a, like a barbecue by a friend and then I just brought it. I was like, Hmm, this place doesn't have a speaker. Let me just bring the speaker. Let me just test it out. And then um, it just became a thing. And then everywhere we go, we started bringing it. And then we started going to clubs with, the, with Raw and everything. And people started really loving it. Uh, and um, yeah, and then for Vibe, we're just like trying to come up with, uh, with like a logo, right? Um, and then we just were like, what is a logo? And then everyone's like, yo, Raw is a logo. He's, he's, uh, he's a Vibe. So um, actually the other day, uh, my friends and I, we, we went to the canal and then we brought, we brought uh, raw, we brought the doll, um, and then it was super chill, uh, basically by the chilling by the canal and just like, you know, just like dancing with it, you know? So was, uh, enjoying good times. I can hear Oh yeah. hundred percent. You, know? you only live once, right? Why not? Yeah. So yeah, that's the story I there. I enjoy vibing with you, uh, Stephen, and I would love to kind of continue this, but eventually we have to run to the end to this conversation. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, you must also have some stuff to do. But before we leave and say goodbye and then all the good stuff, could you maybe, as you being an entrepreneur yourself, you must have learned over your journey a lot of, as you mentioned, and as, as I heard, that you are really dedicated in what you do and really believe in your vision and whole team vision. Mm. So basically, what are the some key activities that you would suggest maybe other entrepreneurs to kind of invest their time in to achieve upon their goals? Mm. Yeah, I would say um, one of the most important things is to really closely monitor what you're naturally into what you're naturally doing. What are, what are some of the things that you, you naturally gravitate towards? And I think that's, um, that's how you can kind of connect the dots. And that's kind of, uh, that's, that's a process you can use to really, really discover and further strengthen uh, your vibe, let's say, right? So, you know, you could be really, really good at um, uh, bringing, bringing people together, right? Um, or you could be really good at like analyzing something, really kind of digging deep into a certain subject. Um, or, you know, that's kind of like the macro level thing, but, or like you could be really, really into some subject, right? Um, like let's say machine learning or something, and you're just like naturally into that. Um, then, you know, just follow that, you know, that's really like, you know, it's, it's your life. You can do whatever you want. Um, and then I think as you're, as you're kind of like, as you're, as you're observing your own behavior and um, as you're kind of like looking at your life from a third party perspective, it'll be easy for you to kind of discover and find your why, find your purpose. Like it's okay if it, if it doesn't come right away. I mean, it took me, it took me a long time. And um, I think, I think it just kind of that, that sheer act of you wanting to find that vision, like what you want to do, how you want to serve the world uh, really kind of allows you to really discover that, that path for you. And then time to, to time to that last thing is just, just do it really. Um, I think, even, I mean, this is, this is kind of like what I want to tell myself every day is that it's, it's, it's very easy for you to kind of theorize and do, you know, say, Hey, I want to do this, this and that. So for example, for, for me launching a podcast, for example, it took me such a long time, but I was like, Hey, at the end of the day, I just got to do it. Like who cares if it's not perfect? Who cares if it's not like, 
you know, like super, super meticulous and, you know, something that's very presentable, like just by the act of you doing something, you improve and like you just put yourself out there in the world and you can, um, you can improve. Right. So yeah. So those are some of the things. Great. I cannot, I cannot disagree with what you said because it's exactly what people have to do. I mean, as you said, just do it, follow your passion and find purpose. Those, yep. I think those are really great, uh, valuable key activities that people have to do it. And, and thanks for, you know, shedding light and all this. But now all the spotlight on you because you are to share all the social networks, where, how people can find you, tell us what is the next event of High Right Now. People can tag in and hopefully one day I'll also have an event that will update. So share your social networks away. 100%. So yeah, our social media handle is say hi right now. So it's very, very easy to remember. Um, so Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, they're all say hi right now. Uh, we're just starting the social media. So um, it might be it might be not that like a content rich right now. But uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really good for you to kind of get involved and share your stories about like, you know, who, who you met in life that really uh, transformed the way you connect and transformed the way you look at the world and everything. Um, and uh, we, have, uh, we have a very active LinkedIn community as well. Um, I wish I knew the URL off the top of my head, but I don't because it doesn't allow you to have like a handle. But basically, on, go, on, go on LinkedIn and then just type Hire Right Now or Hire Right Now Community and then um, you can request to join. The community and then on there we announce all our upcoming events and you know special announcements like podcasts like some of the guests that we're featuring some of the special events that we're featuring as well so um you can follow that uh on that note we have recurring wednesday how right now experiences at 12 p.m and 5 p.m british standard time british summertime um so you know uh follow that and um, yeah, as I mentioned this week, we're launching a podcast called High Right Now Unfiltered, giving you a glimpse into the launching of High Right Now and how we are building the startup and uh, featuring all the influential people that we meet along the way. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. Where, where people can listen to the podcast? What are the podcast directors you are available? It'll be, it'll be available everywhere. So Spotify, Apple, uh, YouTube, everywhere. So stay tuned for high right now. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Love it. Mm -hmm. I'll check it out definitely myself. Cool. And uh, I'll also I'll also tag all the links down here below with the community so people can find everything and can reach out to you. And of course, I'll be still supporting what you do and still, you know, if you ever want to, like listeners, if you ever want to find out more about the events or you want to know when is it exactly if you missed some of the high right now notifications then you know you also can you know tag in my profile and i'll be somewhere there screaming about amazing. it right amazing elvis thank you so much for for your time and thank you so much for asking all these very very you know deep meaningful questions and yeah, yeah just really thank you for uh, yeah. allowing me to communicate the vision and everything um this is huge and um, i can't thank, thank you. you enough thank you for joining me steven as the last words i will give you the last words what are the last words you would love to say to the listeners and to the viewers 
to kind of send them off with this hour-long episode? Yeah, I would say, you know, just do it and say hi right now. That's it. Love it. Thank you for joining me, Stephen, once more. I hope you're going to have a rest of the day super productive. And uh, I will Welcome. see you in the next Hi Right Now event. All right, amazing. Yeah. See you soon. So peace out, man. Thank you, listeners.